Welcome everyone to the Brandstack Podcast. We're so glad to have you here today. This podcast episode is in both audio and video form. The audio form is found anywhere you can find podcasts, but to check out the video, go ahead and subscribe to our YouTube channel at Tanson Talks. This episode will begin in just one moment after these messages, so please stay tuned. a content creator or business owner? Perhaps you're a podcaster like myself. Well, regardless, go ahead and check out Riverside.fm for all your recording needs. Riverside allows for high-quality video and audio content. In fact, you're able to make posts for Instagram, Snapchat, or whichever social media pages you like, all within their platform. And the best part about it, you don't have to install a separate application. It's all online. To go ahead and check out more information, click the affiliate link located within the episode description. Without further ado, let's get into today's episode. Hello everyone, this is Brandon K. Hedgepeth, and I just want to welcome you all here to the Brands Tech Podcast. I'm really excited to have each of you here watching or listening here today. Of course, if you want to watch the podcast, you can check it out exclusively on Spotify or listen to it wherever you can find podcasts. But let me go ahead and start off by introducing today's guest here today. So my guest is 20 years old. He is a aspiring artist, content creator, and while he has gone by numerous different names throughout the year, you can simply just call him Brian. Please welcome Brian. Thank you so much for being here today. Yeah, of course. I'm glad to be here. Um, it's definitely been a while since I've spoken to you personally, um, but I did mean to come on this podcast a lot earlier. Um, just had to wait for the stars to align, I guess, but I'm here and that's all that matters. Yeah, of course. And I'm so glad to be speaking with you here today. And like you said, it has been quite a long time. I can't even do the mental math right now. I'm sure it'll hit me later, but but all in all, I'm just so glad to have you here. And so and so first of all, how are you doing today? Um, I've been doing pretty good. Um, recently, I guess a month or two ago, uh, I was going through a breakup, you know, casual breakup, um, dealing with that whole thing. But other than that, just, you know, working on myself and working on different various like content creation has been going pretty well. And how about you? I've been doing pretty well. You know, it's been a very yeah, enjoyable couple of years being able to speak with with so many people through this podcast and all of my other ventures. And so I've just absolutely loved it. And even going through you know, the remainder of this year, 2022, it's all an exciting time. And so I'm just always, I'm just always love having such amazing guests such as yourself here on the platform. And so I, I'm just really excited to get started here. Yeah, I appreciate it. Me too. Yeah. And so before we go ahead and, get too far along, I did want to allow a chance for you to go ahead and introduce yourself for those watching or listening. Right. Um, so as Brandon said, my name is Brian. I am 20 years old from Virginia. Um, I am an aspiring artist. Um, I started out making YouTube, you know, as a kid. Um, and then it started turning a little, little more serious. Um, I dabbled into the whole vlogging scene. I vlogged for a whole 30 months. Um, I started gaming and then I started streaming for a little bit. Um, but now I'm making music and that's pretty much it about me. Well, I'm so glad to have you here. And I just finished a mental math. It's actually been nine years since we mm -hmm. have spoken. Nine years. It's crazy how to think. I mean, 
how such a long time ago that was. Yeah, nine years is actually a pretty long time if you put it in perspective. Yeah, definitely. And so, yeah, and of course a lot has changed, you know, between those times and certainly for you as well. And so I'll actually start off by saying, what really got you interested in doing all these creative pursuits? I know you just mentioned you started off with YouTube such a long time ago. Um, so growing up as a kid, YouTube was one of the uh, one of those things that I kind of just picked up. I don't remember where I first heard of YouTube. I think we were just watching random music videos um, with my friends and family. Um, but watching the gaming side and seeing videos come together, seeing how much how much fun you can have with your friends just playing games um, was kind of inspiring to me, I guess. So I think all my life, I've always had some sort of creative hunch, um, some sort of drive to make something of my own and put it out, um, which is why, again, I've went through YouTube and streaming and music. Well, that's really, I mean, interesting to hear. And, and yeah, I mean, similar to me in the sense of, I don't know when exactly I first like heard of YouTube because it just sort of has grown a lot grown up alongside with us i mean actually i don't as at the top of my head i can't think of when exactly youtube came out i know it was the early 2000s i don't remember the exact year but i do know it wasn't too long after we were in elementary school so it truly did develop you know while we were and so to be a part of the early part of youtube i mean how i mean how cool was was that and i mean i know at that time everyone was getting into youtube yeah um i do miss the old youtube days you know when youtube was just white um the background was just white and everything was just very basic um back then when a million subscribers was such a crazy feat um i remember i think i don't remember who it was it might have been pewdiepie or something um but you know, back then having a million subscribers was really rare and you would only know a few people who had a million, but nowadays a million seems like the easy standard because people are reaching 10 million, 20 million, even a billion. Yeah, that is quite true. And, and to answer what I was saying before, uh, YouTube actually came out in 2005. So Mm. truly was just, I mean, Really, I mean, we weren't even in elementary school yet when, you know, when it came out. And so it's just, it's really crazy to think how, how much is a part of our lives now, even though like we're, we're older than YouTube. <laughs> I <Yeah>. mean, <laughs> as crazy as that is, it's like, well, duh. I mean, for people who are listening to this years from now, I mean, I mean, that truly is saying something. It's crazy. Um, now that you mentioned 2005, I was just learning how to walk because I, I was born in 2002. So, you know, I was, I was just a little baby when it came out. But I do remember the early days in elementary school. It was the, it was the only thing everyone talked about. Yeah, definitely. And and so for you initially starting off on YouTube, what really made you want to leap to other creative ventures? And at what point was that for you? Um, so, you know, just doing creative work in general, you get exposed to a lot of different things. Um, 
just you know doing youtube and watching vlogs growing up i wanted to recreate that and make it my own um so i ended up just doing that with a simple little camera or even just my phone and editing all my videos on like a very puny laptop that i had growing up um moving on to live streaming uh i think twitch or i i got exposed to twitch somehow and it was just it seemed like a crazy experience to have a live audience watch you have fun. Um, interacting with an audience is definitely one of the cooler sides of content creation. Um, because I remember the highlight of my streaming career, I guess you could say, was when one of the bigger streamers in the category I was streaming in um, ended up popping in and you know hosting my stream, bringing like 20, 30 viewers, which was an all-time high for me. Um, you know, I, I was gifted subs. I was, I was donated some, some amount of money. Um, even though, of course, money isn't the reason why I did it. Um, but just to say it was, it was a really cool experience. Um, and then I guess moving on into music, um, I've listened to music my whole life pretty much. Um, but I guess a year or two ago, I had found a handful of artists that heavily influenced me. Um, and being that there are my influences, I wanted to create that sound um and try to see what i could do um and yeah that's pretty much it well that's pretty cool that you were able to i mean to really use where you start off from to really help grow yourself and i know what you mean in terms of being exposed to so much yeah different stuff over the time of doing content creation like when i started even though i was aware of what youtube was i don't think i really watched youtube as much really until probably middle school and I just started and I started YouTube myself a year later so I started my own content in 2016 and so it's just interesting to see like how much you're exposed to during that time like I had no idea what a vlog was like I just was like this is just what people do and so whenever people mentioned they had a YouTube channel, I was like, oh, that's really cool. Like, I, I didn't fully comprehend how easy it was to just yeah, click a button and, you know, be able to speak to the whole world. And so, and so for you entering music and, well, both streaming and music at their respective times, you know, you truly, it's not like how it was before where you would have to you know, go send a demo reel to a radio station or anything of that, where you have the yeah. internet right there at your disposal. Yes. Um, it, it was, it's kind of nice being able to have, I guess, the power and control in what you want to put out, um, saying what you want, doing what you want and showing what you want. Um, it's definitely one of the greater things about communication. I'm mean, not communication, uh, content creation. Um, cause after all content creation is just another way to explain art. I guess art is content creation. Content creation is art. Um, and art is, you know, although it's subjective, it, it's just really open, um, in terms of what you want to do. Um, it, it, all the power is in your hands and whatever you think you can do, you can make it happen. Yeah, that is quite true. And, uh, and you brought up such a good point that, yeah, you truly can do practically anything, you know, whenever you truly set your mind to it. And, you know, you have so many resources now, especially in, at your disposal. And so, 
Yeah, and you mentioned over these past two or three years, like how have you really helped define your new age of content creation? Um, I think it just over time, I got to really see what I was into. Um, you know, growing up, you you get like I said, you you get exposed to many different things. Um, you start learning what you like to do, what kind of sounds you like to hear, what's fun for you, what games you like to play. Um, so I guess just finding the field that I wanted to, to be in, um, was just something that I learned over time. And there's not really one specific field that I want to be in as of right now. Um, even though I'm mainly in music right now, I do enjoy the other aspects of content creation in general. Well, that is quite interesting. And so I know right now what music is your focus. Would you ever be interested in, you know, and returning back to some of your other stuff, like, like your vlogs, your gaming streaming or anything of that? Um, I'm not really sure. I, I'm not going to say that I've necessarily grown out of them per se. Um, I, I don't know if I would really call it a phase either. It was just something I really found fun at the time. So, I mean, I, I guess if you want to call it a phase, if the shoe fits, then you can call it what you want to. Um, but in terms of revisiting, I was actually thinking of starting to stream again, um, except instead of streaming, uh, streaming games, I would stream me making music. So me recording the vocals, me um, uh, mixing and putting whatever vocal chains I want on the, on the music. Um, and, you know, just, I guess, executive producing on my music, just showing that whole process and workflow. That is a really cool idea. And like you said, if you ever decide to do that, please let me know. I've, I of course will, you know, will love to, yeah, stop by the comment section and support because I truly love being able to support all of the many creators that I know, whether they've been on the on the podcast or other platforms or not i mean like i said it's just so amazing to see see when other people are able to really put their minds to something just really create something magical it's it's always a fun experience mm. you've always been really supportive um and overall just a good friend you know even though we don't talk much you um i i do wish that i had talked to you more um but life happens i guess yeah, well, I'm glad that we're able to be speaking now. And so I did actually want to touch back on when you most recently made vlogs. And so mm -hmm. what really brought you back to doing that? Because I know you had taken a little bit of a break between when you made vlogs. Um, so the main thing that got me going back to vlogs, um, I, I kind of just... I think I was watching a lot of vlogs at the time, um, specifically Casey Neistat, just seeing the way he would make his B-roll and the way he would put together his uh, his vlogs. Um, he follows the, I wouldn't say common, um, but the known structure of his vlogs is that they're split up into like three acts, much like a play. Um, so things happen in act one, you transition to act two and act three. Um, and I, I kind of just wanted to see what I could do and where I could go from there. Um, it was a big thing between me and my, uh, me and a former friend, 
Um, he is also a content creator. We kind of just pushed each other to make content because we noticed we were slowing down. So I thought, what better to do than try to vlog for 30 days straight? Um, and after vlogging for 30 days, I found it as another opportunity to make a video recapping on how it went um, and you know my the good and bad experiences, the pros and cons, and just the things I learned from it. Well, that makes perfect sense. And I'm glad that you were able to push yourself a little bit outside of your traditional comfort zone to be able to do that. Mm -hmm. And I remember when I came across the, you know, your vlogs, I believe a year ago now, I think. It was a while ago. I don't remember when, but I wouldn't be yeah. surprised if it was a year. Yeah. But I just remember I always would, yeah, would watch them and yeah, do my best to support because because I know even for me, like, there's so much stuff I wish I would have done that I just had never tried. And so I had, at the time, I had been vlogging, you know, my life for, like, two years, and I, like, almost never published it. And it it's one of those things where I'm sure you probably relate to as a creator is that with given enough time between recording and releasing that it's like you almost begin to, like, second guess yourself and what you what you want to put out as a creator mm. um it's definitely a hard thing to learn how to be confident in what you make um in terms of like videos um i'm confident in making vlogs i know i can make a good vlog um in my opinion of course i know i can make a good valorant montage if i wanted to um i could make a really entertaining stream or i could i could host a really entertaining stream if i wanted to um, the only hurdle I have to get over right now is knowing that I can make good music for me. Um, at the end of the day, I'm just, the things that I do are for me. Um, I don't necessarily do things for the audience. I don't do anything for money. Um, because I mean, not that I would be getting a big check from YouTube anyways, you know, I'm not in that algorithm yet. Um, but just doing things for me, um, and creating the things that I want to is one of the big things. But I'm glad to hear that you're able to, as I said, revisit so many of these passions and strive to, you know, to continue with your passions. And so going back to your music, though, so so you mentioned earlier on that, of course, that that has been your main focus for for several months now. And mm -hmm. really just, of course, yeah, keeping to yourself and just redefining you know, what your passions are and rather refining mm. you know, your your music and so so truly i guess what really i guess really brought to your attention that this is truly the the path forward for you because i know you mentioned that while that this was something that was always on your mind it truly was more recently when you decided that this is actually the route you want to go to um yeah so it being a thing that i've always wanted to do um with finding the artists that I, I really like and really enjoyed and finding the sound that kind of favored my taste. Um, it was, it was just another one of those hunches that I, I, I knew I could do it. I have every single resource that I need. I have a computer, I have a mic and that really, that's all you need to make music. If you have a mic and it records, if you have a computer and it can open an audio editing software, you can make music. Um, 
but it was just one of those things where my I have some friends that also make music and they kind of pushed me to just um in a sense just pull the trigger uh, i I started just writing music I started playing guitar um, and that's how I came out with my first single moving on um, and my friends like taught me about distrokid and distrokid is kind of like a music label that you can sign up to um, and you can upload your own music and have everything out on Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Music, YouTube, SoundCloud, whatever it may be. Um, and I just saw that as an opportunity to actually do what I wanted to. Um, so it definitely has been a really good learning experience, um, but this is definitely something I will be talking to in the future, talking about in the future, um, whether I have kids, talking to my friends, talking to my dog, <laughs> um, just hearing my music that I've made in my 20s when I'm 40 is going to be an incredible thing. Absolutely. And of course, you know, I definitely wish you all the best with, yeah, with that and all of your other you. amazing passions, of course, as well. And so, and so now like with ending out, yeah, this year, I mean, what is, how do you, I guess, how do you plan to, I guess, move forward with your passions? Are you going to take some more time to refine it or are you going to start putting out more singles? I guess, what is, which path are you, are you most likely to head? Trying to figure out how to word that <laughs> sentence there. Um, so I am working on a bunch of music right now. Um, if I go into my notes and I go into my computer, there are a lot of sound files that have not been released yet. Um, and there are some that are still being worked on by other people. Um, I have some friends that are working on verses. I have, um, some other people that are working on, uh, on beats. Um, and I do plan on maybe making another, or, or I do plan on releasing maybe one or two more singles. Um, but a big goal of mine is is releasing an album. Um, but I think I'm going to take it slow, take it on my own pace. Um, and if I really wanted to, I could release an EP. Um, the, the main thing that I'm doing right now is finding the sound that I want to make. Um, I guess to, to dive deeper in, into the detail of my sound, I'm influenced by a big handful of artists. We have, um, we have break-ins and like glaive and kind of like the glitch pop, a hyper pop scene. Um, we have Aries and like the really energetic, um, sort of pop scene. Um, but then I also have people like Giveon who are really slow and kind of R and B, um, I guess you could say. Um, but then we also have people like one and only who are more like aesthetic rap and like harder rap. Um, so I'm just really trying to figure out how I want to make the EP. I don't really want to clash genres, but at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter. It's now or never. So just make what you want to make. Well, yeah, that definitely truly is, I mean, such a great way to put it. And especially like, like you said, now or never. And so even if it's not like perfect the first time is that you can use it as a learning experience and yeah, build on top of it and yeah, continue growing and evolving from there. And I think as a content creator, I think that's 
that's one thing that, I mean, you truly grow to learn is that not everything's going to be perfect the first try, but you just really have to keep pushing it and keep striving. And, and definitely, of course, you know, take your time too. And like you said, mm-hmm. you know, and not like rushing it where it's just like, I have to put this out by this date or this time or whatever, yeah. or, you know, all the future will collapse. But I mean, but still at the same time, making sure that you are, you know, continuously working at it. Hmm. Um, and just one thing that I, I want to add, uh, I don't want to stray too much off of, off of the topic, um, but me saying now or never has been kind of my motif. Um, it's been a thing that I've been saying for quite a while. Um, now or never to me kind of relates to everything. Um, it now or never really started when I was and like I said, I was recently going through a breakup. Um, and I, I had told my partner at the time that we are going through problems and we have to fix this either now or never. Um, and you know, now or never can be applied to many things. You can apply to this job now and get the position or you're never going to get it. Um, you can, you can make this food now or you're never going to eat it. Um, it, it really just applies to anything. Um, do what you want, do it now because, you know, life is limited. We're not here forever. We're not immortal. Um, so do it while you still have time. Don't wait. Actually, I really love, love the way that you put that. And, and I mean, especially like how throughout your life that you've yeah, essentially said that that's truly been how you've always approached things. And so is that just something that you've just always had, or is there something that really initiated that for you? Um, it's always kind of been in the back of my mind, I guess. Um, it's just been recently that, you know, uh, so Breakins, <laughs> funny enough, has this thing in his, in his songs. He has like a background voice saying like, bloom to death, or like just saying his name Breakins um, before the start of his verse or something. So I really wanted something similar um, so now in the beginning of my songs or anywhere in the song, there's going to be a female voice or a female sounding voice saying now or never. Um, and it's kind of just going to be my tag from now on. And just the thing that I go by, um, if I really wanted to, um, my music label would be called now or never. If I started a podcast, it could be called the now or never podcast or something. Um, but yeah, you know, it, it's kind of one of those things how YOLO, you only live once, has has been a saying for quite a while, even though it died years ago. Um, it's just another one of those things that you can live by if you chose to. Well, definitely thank you so much for sharing that. And just saying, if you ever do make the Now or Never podcast, I definitely hope that you invite me on as a guest. <laughs> you don't have to, but, but I, I would love to. But, but yeah, definitely thank you for, for sharing that. I mean, that's such a... Yeah, that's so intriguing to really hear about that. Of course. Yeah, I actually, uh, after I started streaming, um, me and my friend almost made a podcast. Like I'm talking about, I had already, um, I already had a logo made. I had the name. It was going to be Peace of Mind Podcast. Um, it's kind of a play of word, play on words. Um, you get to have a piece of my mind. You get to see what I'm thinking about, what we're talking about, but also for peace of mind, you know, just having the calmness and being in the comfort zone of talking to your friends and talking about whatever you want to. Um, peace of mind podcast wasn't a thing. <laughs> it almost became a thing, but who knows, maybe it might be in the future. 
it, wow, that's actually pretty cool. And I really like that idea there. And mm. yeah, and I think you very briefly told me at least that you were working on a concept, I believe last year. Yeah, last year when, yeah, yeah when we, well, one of the times that we at least initially reconnected. And mm. so, so yeah, but even though that wasn't able to work out, I definitely hope that if you ever do decide to enter the podcast realm yourself, that you're able to take it and run with it. Of course. Yeah. I mean, you were probably going to be one of the first guests that I would love to have on a podcast if I started making one. And I'm sure you could be the first person I go to, um, to, you know, learn the ins and outs of making and uploading a podcast because you've, you're pretty much a veteran in the scene right now. Thank you so much. And yeah. And yeah, like I said, I'd be absolutely honored and, yeah, it's just it's so interesting being able to truly hear everyone's ambitions and like their thought processes with with things. And so, yeah, like as I always tell people, you are always welcome on the platform and, you know, I'm always ready to help out whenever I can. Yeah, you uh, I've known you um, or I've known that you've been making podcasts um, and when I finally heard um, one of your audio podcasts, I believe it was on Spotify. I don't remember who the guest was, but I, it was kind of inspiring to see how professional you made it. Um, you know, you putting in the music, like the background music, and then you cutting it off and then starting to talk. Um, it was really cool. And I, I thought, you know, maybe one day I could do it too. Well, thank you so much for that. And yeah, like I said, but... I mean, it's, it's sort of the same way, like when I saw your vlogs and stuff and all of your other content, it's just like, wow, it's like Brian is really getting things done and yeah, yeah conquering those fears, getting it done now or mm -hmm. never. Yep. Now or never. But yeah, but, but I guess going forward over the next year to come, going into 2023 and not too long from now, at least. It'll be a, definitely a little bit closer by the time this releases. But mm. even now, I mean, it's just so close to now. And so do you have any, like, particular ambitions, whether it's for music or, yeah, or other, to really enter in the next year? Um, I've, I have been starting to think that music is becoming more than just, like, one of those creative phases um, that I was talking about. Um, I don't think I'm just going to be making music for a few months and then stopping just like how I did with uh, YouTube or like streaming. Um, I think I am slowly starting to fall in love with making music, um, having it put out and just hearing people's critiques and having the support. Um, it's really a cool thing. Uh, I'm not sure if I really <laughs> like in terms of music would want to tour or anything, but I guess that's a bridge that I'll cross when I get to it. Um, but in terms of general and general ambitions, moving on to the next year, um, I do want to actually get started into my career. Um, a lot of people may find it questionable, um, but my, my chosen career choice or my career choice in the future, um, is looking to be somewhere either in law enforcement or, um, like medical, uh, like, a, like becoming a paramedic or an EMT, something like that. Um, and you know, when people hear law enforcement, they automatically, or, you know, some people may think that, you know, it's bad 
or, or something. And I, I do understand the climate is really, really sketchy right now. Um, but just my thought process of going to law enforcement is that someone has to do it right because so many people have been doing it wrong. Um, and if you know me personally, I, I, I'm really respectful when it comes to other people. Um, I mean, I've worked retail pretty much all my life, so uh, I know how to deal with some people um, and just the whole de-escalation and dealing with like risky scenarios. Um, I've been in, I've been in some, so I have some sort of experience, of course, not to that caliber of a cop. Um, but it's, it's more than just, you know, a kid's dream to have like the flashing blue lights, um, and having like the cool cop car and the laptop in your car. Um, it's really more so of just finding something that I can do to help out, um, and to do the job correctly, just because people haven't been doing it correctly. Wow, that's a really admirable, admirable of you. Sorry, I can't do words today, but, <laughs> but yeah. And so when do you really plan to, I guess, get started with heading towards that career path? Um, so my main choice of, the, of my career is, again, like I said, law enforcement. Um, here in our city, we, I do have to be 21 to start. Um, and I turn 21 next year. Um, so... I mean, you have to be 20, you have to be 21 before you graduate because there's an academy that you have to go to beforehand. Um, so next year, I'm definitely going to be looking into the academy um, and this, you know, having my connections and talking to the people that I know uh, and seeing how, when, and where I could start. Well, I definitely wish you, of course, all of the best and, and that as well. I mean, like I said, it's just such a, I said, it's just so great to hear that you have so many different ambitions and that you're working to achieve them. And so, I mean, like I said, just truly kudos to you because it's just, yeah, of course. Cause I mean, it's just so great to hear when, yeah, when you have a plan together and you're working, you're working to make things happen. Mm -hmm. Yep. A dream without a plan is just a dream. Um, so, you know, if, if you want to do something, make sure you know what, what you're getting into, make sure you know how to get into what you want to do. Um, use all of your resources to your disposable, disposable <laughs> to your disposal. Um, like me going into law enforcement, I know it's not just me driving around in, a, in an explorer, pulling people over and giving tickets. Um, you know, I, I have friends who are like, I have friends in law enforcement. I've talked to people in law enforcement. I've done a lot of research and the, the common answer, and I'm, I'm sure a lot of people understand is that 80% of it is paperwork and 20% of it is actually on the field. Most of your time is going to be spent in the courtroom talking about the ticket that you gave. Um, like you, it, it takes a, like 10 to 15 minutes to give someone a speeding ticket but it, it takes hours to get your things prepared. Um, you know, going to court, having your files ready, appearing in court and just taking care of the whole case um, is all just paperwork. Um, but as far as the dangers go, I've already learned to accept it. Um, being, you know, being a kid and wanting to become a cop. Um, at first I was just like fascinated by the blue lights. Um, but, you know, growing up and maturing, I. I definitely realize all the things that could happen to you um, because I've seen it happen firsthand. 
it's really definitely not a good scene to see. Um, but, you know, I, I do believe in myself. Um, I, I don't really, how do I put this? Um, it's not to say that I've accepted death or anything. I, it's not that harsh. It's just, just knowing that things could possibly happen, whether that be I get injured or I maybe not come home that night. It, it's all just thing. It's, it's a part of the job, I guess. It's a sad thing to say, and I wish it was a bit different than that. Um, but someone's got to do the job. Wow, that is honestly, I mean, so true. And like I said, just truly just thank you for your courageousness and for willing to, you know, go in and help make a difference. I mean, like I said, I mean, it's, despite being at a loss for words, I, I'm just, it happens sometimes. Fun fact about content creation. Mm -hmm. But, but I mean, it truly is just so admirable of you. And like I said, I, I don't even know where to, <laughs> to really, I mean, go through after that. I mean, cause like I said, it's just. It's just such an important job. And like you said, someone has to do it and someone has to do it well. And yeah, and you know, I, I'm not going to get political at all. I, I personally try to stay away from politics, um, but I'm sure we've all seen all the terrible, terrible things happening um, and people just sitting there and watching it happen. Um, and acting like it's okay or acting like it's the norm. It, it shouldn't be the norm. Um, like there are police who have been doing things who should not be police and sh who shouldn't have been police to begin with. Um, but, you know, like I said, I, I think I, I would be some sort of a good fit for it. Um, just because I'm, I'm open. I'm not. How do I put this? Um regardless of your political views, regardless of who you are, um, you know, I, I love everyone and I, helping people out has been a thing that I've always been like looking forward to, you know, even though working, working at like a grocery store, you're just scanning a bunch of items. But a thing that makes me work also is knowing that I've helped someone out, um, in the job that I have now, um, you know, I work retail again. So, it, it's little things where if someone needs help finding something, I can go help them find it. And that probably made their day. Or if they want to find a specific item and they want recommendations and I recommend them like three things, um, it, it all just starts with helping people. That is quite true. Yeah. It, everything truly starts with being able to, help others and working to do that to help create a better future for everyone. Mm -hmm. And I mean, it truly just starts with that one act of kindness yeah. and yeah, you, know, you never really know what that does for someone. I mean, you don't really know what other people are dealing with. And so, yeah, being able to be that kind force out there is always, always been something that's very, I said, I mean, admirable and um, valiant. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and just a, a thing that everyone should, should try to understand and put into, in a perspective, we like our generation 
we are the future now um we are what we make of the future like the future is is made up of things that we that we are doing right now and what we are planning to do um so i hope i'm not the only one realizing that um but we definitely have to be careful with what we do um in terms of how we are shaping the future because like again that's that's the life we're going to live so we just got to pay attention to it yeah that is quite true and i mean like i said i mean this is just such a powerful episode right here and i mean yeah one of of many of my you know amazing people who have been on here but i mean it, it truly like you said i mean the future starts now we yeah i think it's so easy to hold things off until a potential later or you know oh well the next people will deal with that like yeah. even th things as small as like recycling mm -hmm. it's just like oh well we already polluted anyway but mm -hmm. you know it's always great when people like you just really help step up and yes. you know work to create a better future for everyone despite you know that it may not be the most popular of opinions it's still it's still doing the job and doing it well mm -hmm. But yeah, and so, like I said, I mean, I've just so enjoyed, yeah, thus far being able to speak with you. But yeah, but while you're still here, I did want to definitely allow some time for if you have anything else that you'd like to mention as well, since we're still here speaking. And I've been, like I said, absolutely enjoying this conversation thus far. Um, I mean, not too much. I, I would plug all my things, but it's still kind of hard to find me right now. Um, I haven't become the bigger artist that I really want to be. Um, but I'm sure Brandon will, you know, have my links in some sort of description wherever you're watching this or listening to it. Um, but I guess just everyone, just remember to keep your head up. We are the future. Um, do things that you want to do. It's now or never. Now we're never. I absolutely love that. And yeah, I mean, like I said, that just fits the end so well that I don't, unless you have something that would top that off, I, I don't really <laughs> see what else would. I don't know how I could top that off either. Wow. But like I said, thank you so much, Brian, for being here, for sharing your story with us and for truly being an inspiration that you are. Of course. Thank you. Thank you for everything. Oh, yeah, of course. And like I said before, you are always welcome here on any of my platforms. And I just, I can't wait to speak with you again soon. Yeah, me either. Glad to be here. Oh, yeah, of course. And for those of you watching or listening, thank you all so much for tuning in and for hearing Brian's amazing story thus far and everything that he aspires to do now and in the future. And yeah, definitely, like we've said, continue to support him and all of my amazing guests here on the podcast. And so until next time, everyone have a wonderful day and I'll see y'all next time.
Brand Stack has been created and produced by Brandon K. Hedgepeth of Tansen, LLC.